Welcome to The Secrets of the Self-Made, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of some of the most successful and inspiring entrepreneurs and self-made individuals. Join us as we delve into the stories of those who have achieved great success, uncovering the secrets that allowed them to overcome challenges, push through obstacles, and ultimately achieve their dreams. From business magnets to creative geniuses, we explore the traits, habits, and mindsets that set these individuals apart and offer valuable insights and practical advice for anyone seeking to achieve their own success. Sit back, relax, and prepare to discover the secrets of the self-made. Welcome back to the Secrets of the Self-Made. Today we have Paul William Davis, who is a renowned business growth consultant. He is a sought-after speaker and intuitive personal advisor with a passion for empowering professionals worldwide to unearth their unique genius and lead their field. As the creator of the Genius Code for Personal Mastery and a three-time best-selling author, Paul is dedicated to helping individuals discover their true purpose, tap into unparalleled fulfillment, and make a profound impact. Often hailed as a lifesaver by his clients, Paul has remarkable talent for identifying the core elements that bring joy, meaning, and personal growth. His intuitive approach, combined with decades of entrepreneurial experience, has transformed countless struggling businesses into multi-million dollar, multi-million euro success stories. With a client list that spans industry leaders, celebrities, and innovative entrepreneurs, Paul's expertise transcends borders and sectors. As an award-winning consultant and visionary thought leader, Paul William Davis is committed to guiding you on a transformative journey of self-discovery, purpose-driven growth, and lasting prosperity. I can't wait to talk to you, Paul. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. It's so good to be here. Thank you so much, Tracy. Yeah, so let's dive in. So Paul and I were talking before we started the recording because there is obviously so many ways, so many directions we can take this conversation. And being a little on the selfish side, I'm like, ooh, let's go into the intuitive, like, way of growing your business. Um, I would love to hear everything you have to say about that. I know that you're probably going to tell me that you help people really find their life's purpose. How do you do that? Um, Okay, so we can go into the intuitive side. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so okay, let let me explain that in, in some respects on how I find somebody's life purpose. Yeah. Um, so from a very young age, um, I was born the first of all, people can hear from my accents. I'm based here in Ireland. Um, so when I was born, I was born the seventh son of a seventh of a seventh. And anybody that is in Ireland will know that there's a lot of folklore around being the seventh son of a seventh, let alone being a seventh of a seventh of a seventh. And um, so as a kid, okay, I, I got to stop you. You're the seventh son of a seventh child of a seventh child. So three generations of being the seventh. Yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. So anybody that studies numerology will know that seven is a very powerful number. And they'll also know that 777 
is a very, very powerful number, and three is also a powerful number. So there's, there's three most powerful numbers in the universe, and that's three, seven, and 12. Um, and you'll see those numbers being featured quite significantly in, in all different aspects. Um, so I was always treated differently as, as a child growing up. Um, I'd have a lot of people come to the house and they would come for a healing because that's what seven sons of the seventh are, are typically known for. But as I was going through and developing my career and um, ultimately my business, I would get images and knowings and insights for people that I would come across. So I'd have a conversation with somebody and then all of a sudden I'm starting to get images and uh, what I call knowings um, about people. And in the early start, I didn't really understand some of the aspects of, of some of the information I was getting. But then as, as I worked with different people over the years, I became to know of what those knowings were actually more around. And I trained as a management accountant I would go into companies and I would turn their company around very, very quickly. So my track record is turning companies around within six months, whereas normally it's average between 12 and 18 months. Um, but what I was doing was I was using my intuitive side to know what was actually going to be the alignment of an individual to their business and what would help them reach their highest success and their highest potential. So that's how I was using it from, from that perspective. Um, and there's not many clients that I would walk into and say, um, hey, do you know what? I'm an intuitive and I'm going to tell you X, Y, and Z. I had to get to know the clients first before it could really reveal the, the true side of me. Um, I set up my own business in, in, in 2001. And with the primary aim was to, to help people and business owners to grow and scale their businesses. So taking business from literally solopreneurs right through to businesses that are going for large-scale funding or for an IPO listing um, in all different industries and all different sizes. But the intuitive side has always been, um, I've been researching, again, just the analytical side of me because I'm an accountant at the end of the day, but there's also that creative and intuitive side. I always had to find the proof. And for me, I needed proof. I needed evidence in my life because if I'm going to tell a client something, um, the normal response that we get back from a client, Paul, you're just making this up. Um, so I had to find as much evidence as I possibly could. So over the years, what I've done is I've developed a methodology that helps you find what their true unique life purpose is. So you've got the intuitive side on one side, how we use it then in business in order to actually develop and grow the business. And then anything that's spoken about in relation to, and I'm sure listeners have, have you know, researched to try and find out what their life purpose is, and they'll come across various things along the lines of find your passions or find Ikigai or find your why and all the kinds of things. But unfortunately, all of those don't give them the right answers. So that's where I've been working with clients to absolutely explain to them what their true life purpose is. And that's completely in line with your unconscious blueprint, if you want to call it that way, um, and what they're here to actually fulfill in this particular lifetime. So I come from a multifaceted dimension, if that makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. But how we then align is we align, or what I do with, with my clients is I align their purpose, their true purpose with what their business should be. And we structure the business around what their life purpose is. And that's how we make the most impact within, within their lifetime. So do you ever run across somebody who says, I would love to work with you. I want to better understand how I can be more aligned with my business. And you intuitively conclude 
that they're there. It's already in alignment and you offer them some sort of direction that maybe they weren't expecting. Yeah, it would be rare for somebody to be fully in alignment. Okay. Um, some people perceive what they feel that they know what their life purpose is or they um, will feel that they're in somewhat alignment. But I know that there will be a part that they are not fully aligned, if that makes sense. And then I'd have other clients that would come to me and say, I'm, I'm completely lost. And in some respects, they want to check out of life. They've had enough of life to run the treadmill. And they just, they they have literally no sense of purpose or meaning in their life. And, and they're, they're the ones that want to check out. Um, so I, I, I get people along the full spectrum, if that makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. People are somewhat aligned. There's others that have come across, they'll be either an employee within the company and they're not getting that, again, that sense of purpose or fulfillment. And they're, they will refer to themselves as being, they're, they're just lost. They just don't know what direction to go in. Um, and for so when I'm working with somebody from a purpose perspective, sometimes it might be just a very, very slight alignment, realignment. Other times it can be actually quite, it's quite a significant change for them. But they here, here's the thing that I've always found is that once we discover it with, with the individual, and I've, I've had to change how, how I do things over the years, and I, and I can explain that in a minute, but once we discover it for an individual, it resonates deeply for the individual. It makes total and absolute complete sense for them. Um, I was working with, for example, I was working with a 63-year-old, literally only the beginning of this week, and um, he's now saying, well, you know, he was looking from a retirement perspective. What do I do when, when I'm close to retirement? And he had planned for one bit word to do various different things. But when I went through his, his purpose and uh, what he's here to do and so on, it made total and utter sense to him. But something changes within an individual whereby they literally light up inside and they get it's, you know, Napoleon Hill refers to you've got to have a burning desire. And it's that burning desire that literally starts to well up in an individual because it makes total sense and it resonates on a, I call it a soul level because that's what's actually true. It resonates on a soul level as opposed to a um, a cerebral conscious mind thinking side of things. Yeah. Wow. I can, I fully understand why people have given you the title of lifesaver because I can only imagine how meaningful that is to the people that you're working with. So your methodology then, is this the system that helps you know, kind of support this conversation, this development, this understanding of where they are like in full understanding. Are they following this methodology that you've created? Yeah, so we we, we could do it very quickly. <laughs> That's what I way. So when I work with a client on a one-to-one basis, um, I we discover all the elements of what our true life purpose is within half a day. Now that sounds really, really unusual for a lot of people because Again, if, if people were to look at my testimonials on my website, you'll you'll read a constant theme coming through in terms of they've been searching for years. It could be 10 years. It could be 20 years. They've gone through so many different coaches and mentors and books and teachings and all kinds of things, and they've never had found that level of clarity. So people now, when they work with me on a one-to-one basis, we, we get it done in a half a day. Others, the develop, methodology I've developed into a course, and typically people will complete that course within two days. And by the end of two days, they literally have that level of clarity that they were looking for. And people will, you know, some people will complete in a day. And literally by the time they've started, so by the end of the day, they now know exactly 
specifically what their life purpose is. And that's the difference. Yeah. And at that point, do they feel pulled to take that next step? And do they do that with you or without you? Yeah, two two aspects. One is what um, I'm going to say it's 50-50. Okay. So half of the clients will say, actually, now I have the absolute clarity that I was looking for. Now I know what I need to do. And they're kind of, for one better word, they they know the next steps and they want to say, okay, look, now I can, I, I know what I exactly need to do. And now it's it's like you're, you're just, you're giving them the baton and they know how to run with that baton and make it a success and make a business or a career out of it. Okay. The other half of the clients, what immediately shows up for that half is, oh my God, what will other people think? Mm. Who am I to do that? Where do I even start? So for them, it's sometimes fear that shows up and other times it's the know-how. How do I actually turn that now into a business or a career and how do I monetize it or how do I structure it? And that's where I work with those clients in order to, first of all, dissolve the fears and the concerns and the worries and all the kind of, sort of things, but also structure the business side. And that's where the business consultancy side of things has come into play. So when I started off being an accountant, you know, I, I I flew through all my exams. I I can see numbers in a different way than most accountants can actually see numbers. Um, so I, I I look at numbers in in a very very commercial unique way, um, but I never liked doing accountancy. <laughs> so it was it was never something I really really enjoyed at all. So I, I I moved away from accountancy. But now in hindsight, when we look back, I can actually see how the accountancy and the business consultancy side of things now fits in for the work that I do, which I mainly might. I now start with identifying what a person's life purpose is. And now the business consultancy and the accountancy comes in and say, okay, now how do we monetize that? Yeah. Damn, that is so cool. Okay. So I have got a question that's like kind of burning at me. Had you not been really born into this belief, you, you kind of mentioned that within your, like, indo- you were indoctrinated into this um, belief about the 777. Like, you immediately believed that there was something very special about you. What if you hadn't been born into that kind of, if you weren't indoctrinated with that? That's a really would, great question. Would yeah. you still be where you're at today? I'm so curious. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I know is because when I was doing the healings and that's what my that, that's what my parents knew about me in the sense of, you know, people come for cancer, rheumatism, you know, new, you name it, migraines and all kinds of things. And, and they'd walk away being healed. And um, that's what I was, for one better word, known for as being special for, from that perspective. I was treated differently within the family and all the kinds of things. Um, but I could never receive anything in return. So when people would want to hand money or gifts or, you know, toys or something for me in sense of, you know, in, in gratitude for, for receiving a healing, I, I wasn't allowed to receive anything. So that was just, again, just part of, of you know, the, the beliefs around um, the, the gifts that you're given from, from a God-given gifts perspective. Um, so then as a teenager, I, I moved away from all that. I, I dismissed it. I said, I'm not doing this any longer. <laughs> First of all, A, it's not cool because you're a teenager and, you know, like say, same to your, 
your peers, look, this is what I do. It's, it's, it's not cool from that perspective. So I completely and totally and utterly moved away from it. Totally. Okay. And I, I talk about this in my first book, Evolve, which I published in 2012. And I moved away from every single thing to do with healing, with um, spirituality, with God, universe, whatever terminology you want to put on it. And it got to a point in my life whereby I actually, um, for one bit of words, I was lost. And I remember distinctly, I, I totally know where, where I was. I can picture it to this day. And I, in my mind, I called out for, actually, do you know what? I, I need help. It, in my mind, if, if, if that makes sense. And from that moment onwards, and even up to that point, I, I knew there was something, I was getting these knowings and images and insights for, for people, but I didn't really know what to do with it, if, if that makes sense. So I was getting this information, but if you can imagine walking into a room full of people and you're, so I'm empathic and I'm also intuitive. Being an empathic, I walk into a room and I'm picking up all the emotional stuff <laughs> for, for people on a really, really deep level, on a soul level. Um, so you're dealing with the emotional side of things, and then you're also dealing with the intuitive side of things and the insights knowing. That's a lot of stuff for somebody to handle. Um, so I called out or, 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 or I, I asked for help for one better word from, from the universe. And so in answer to your question, could I have, if I wasn't treated any differently, would I still end up doing? Absolutely. In fact, I, I absolutely know without a shadow of a doubt, because the universe has an extremely powerful way of getting people to fulfill what their purpose is here to do. Yeah. And I talk about that. I, I use the analogy of the feather, the brick and the truck. And the universe uses feathers, bricks and trucks in order to guide an individual to fulfill what their life purpose is here in, in this life. Yeah. Ugh. I love that. I, 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 I think I kind of <laughs> took us in a direction that we, you and I probably weren't totally expecting jumping right into like, how does somebody know if they, how to, how to, you know, fulfill their life's purpose. And you answered that so eloquently by telling the story of how you came to recognize your life's purpose. And that was such a beautiful way to explain that. So are there any gaps? I know you have this methodology that has been created curated through a lot of your own experiences, probably what you have um, witnessed in some of your clients. Um, is there any gaps that you think are important for the listeners to know in regards to, you know, fulfilling your life's purpose? Yeah. Uh, okay. So let, let me, yeah, let, let me explain because there's a lot there's a lot to talk to that that's talked about and, and shared online or in books and in training course around life purpose and some people perceive and, and there are individuals that perceive you know a number of my brothers were, were, were along these lines that some people believe you, you don't have a purpose you're here you live you die <laughs> it's as simple as that um and if that's the belief that they have that's absolutely fine because it's not I'm not here to convince somebody that you know their the belief is wrong um, so that, that's one aspect. And then you get others whereby they'll search online and they go through books and they will go through the different elements. And, you know, a common thing that will people will find out is, well, if you're looking for your purpose, find out what you're passionate about. 
your passions, I'm going to say to you now, your passions are not your purpose. They have absolutely nothing whatsoever got to do with your purpose. So finding what you're passionate about is actually the wrong route to go. And if you go back to the origin of the word passion, it actually means to suffer. That's the passion. That, that's the, literally the origin of the word passion. And if you want to think of it along the lows, those lines and from the Latin term pati, which is um, which is to suffer. And if you think along, you know, um, the, the passion of Christ is to suffer in a Christ. It's this crucifixion and the dying, <laughs> literally, of, of Christ. So that, that's one thing. Other people find, well, they're, they're told, well, find your ikigai. And ikigai, if you, for people that aren't familiar with it, it's it's a, a, a diagram of circles and they're all intersecting. And, you know, you go through what, what again, what, what you love to do, um, what the world needs. Um, and it's the intersection between all of those circles that in relation to what's going to give for fulfillment. And yes, I, I can understand how it can help people to feel for one of the word fulfilled, but it is absolutely not their purpose. Because a lot of what a lot of people suffer with or, or not suffer, but have difficulty with is finding what specifically they are to do. And Ikigai never tells them that. And then the other side that, that people find is that, you know, they say, well, find your why. And, and this is, has, has exploded over the last 10 or so years. Um, but I'm actually going to, um, and for people that believe in it, that's absolutely fine. That, that's, that's their beliefs. But here's, here's where I, I, I come to this one on, on this. If, if you're trying to find out your why based on what you're currently doing, but what you're doing may not be what you should be doing in the first place, it's going to be the wrong why. Second of all, people try and figure out their why using their conscious thinking. Because the premise of find your why, it goes along the question of is, why is it that you do what you do? So you're using your conscious mind to try and work through and figure out why it is that you're doing what you're doing. Your conscious mind has nothing whatsoever got to do with your purpose. Nothing. Every single element, and this is where the intuitive side has always come into play, Every single element from your purpose comes from your own conscious. So we're using your conscious thinking and also trying to apply it to something that you're currently doing, which is maybe perhaps in 100% of the cases from my perspective and clients has never been exactly what they should be doing. So it's going to be the wrong way in, in, in the first place. So there, there's four elements from my perspective, there's four elements that, that makes up your, your, your true life purpose. So let me, let me go through each one of those. There's what I call your genius drivers. Now, your genius drivers, for, for people that are listening, if you consider, imagine that you've got three buckets in front of you. And each one of those buckets represents a genius driver. Now, your genius drivers operates on an unconscious level. So, but your role is literally to fill each one of those buckets. And that's where you get fulfillment from. If you go back to the origin of what fulfillment means, it's feeling fulfilled but it's feeling fulfilled from an unconscious perspective. So that's that's your genius drive. That's where people will get the, the zest for life, the joy for life, the fulfillment from life. It's that sense of meaning in, in what it is that they're doing. The next part then is um, what I call your genius quest. Now, again, if you look up the definition of quest, a quest is a long and arduous journey to find an outcome. Every single individual has a specific quest to follow. That is your what you are to do in life. The next part then, so that, that's in effect what people would perceive as being their purpose, but it's, it's only the what element of, of their purpose. The next element then is, is your genius role. Now, out of all the clients that I've worked with over the years, I've identified 10 different genius roles. And an individual will unconsciously 
play one of those specific roles throughout their whole life. You don't have to develop any skills on it. You don't have to get training. You don't have to go to university. None of that whatsoever. You unconsciously play that role throughout your whole life. But the difficulty that happens for a lot of people is that, because, especially in business, and when you're a business owner, you wear multiple hats. So in effect, you're playing different roles and you're never actually really playing your full, true, unconscious genius role. So what we do is, as part of it is, is actually identifying what your unconscious unique genius role is. And for people who want to find out what your genius role is, I've, I've now developed a, an online quiz that people can literally find out what their genius role is. So it gives them that, that element of it. And the last piece then is the fourth element, which is your genius inspiration. Now, I prefer to use your inspiration as opposed to your why. Because again, if you go back to the origin of the word inspiration, it comes from inspirare, which is divine guidance. Your inspiration is awe-inspiring. Hence the reason why you use the word inspiration. Every single individual will know when they've been stuck in a moment whereby they've been awed by what they're witnessing or observing. They're brought to tears. They're brought from an emotional response when they're seeing something absolutely inspirational. You cannot contrive it. You can't construct it. It happens automatically. In other words, it happens unconsciously. Mm -hmm. So those four elements together gives you what's going to give you fulfillment, what you're here to do, how you're going to do it in terms of your genius role, and what is actually going to give you inspiration. The reason why I call it part of the, it's the, the genius code is, is my overall methodology, but the reason why I call it your genius in each one of those elements, because again, if you look up the origin of the word genius, it's the Latin term gignore, which means literally it's the innate ability that you're born with. Now, we can go really, really deep on, on the subject matter in terms of, you know, what you hear, what your soul contract is and all kinds of things. But the bottom line is you're born to fulfill a purpose. Your whole life is to fulfill that purpose. And there's an overarching purpose in life and what we're all here to do. But every single individual has a unique life purpose to fulfill. And it's those four elements that makes up a, a, an individual's life purpose. Hmm. So... Is it a feeling that tells you that you are operating from your unconscious versus conscious like um, ways? Like it, how does somebody know? Is it how can somebody tell that they're actually operating and progressing towards or utilizing their genius? Can you articulate yeah you will okay let me um describe what, what what that feels like first of all you are absolutely driven and that's where again we bring back to napoleon hill you've got that burning desire you want to fulfill that purpose where people will follow their passions what tends to happen is that they go through a feast and famine in their passion cycle so they're really passionate about something they want to learn something new about it it's new methodology that they discovered, whether it be, you know, from my perspective, let's just take accountancy as an example, or NLP, or a particular therapy that people discover, or becoming a life coach or an executive coach. They're, they're passionate about something, and they're really enthusiastic about that element of it, of what their new teaching is. But what happens over time is that now passion starts to wane, and they now they go through a famine of it. All right. And then they say, well, okay, no, that wasn't that. 
I need to find my new passion now. And now they find a new passion, which is in the shiny object syndrome. And now they're really enthusiastic about that. So what they're doing throughout their whole life is literally going through the cycle. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you're on your life purpose, you're absolutely driven along the exact same thread of what literally f- goes through your whole life. So what I say is passion follows purpose. So when you're on your purpose, you get an awful lot more joy and fulfillment by fulfilling your purpose, but it's exponential. It never, ever, ever wanes. And now what you have is you, again, what it feels like is you've got that zest for life. You're jumping out of bed because you want to, you want to pursue. You don't see things as being obstacles. You see things as, and, and challenges. You don't see any, yes, challenges, challenges always will show up in your life because that's part of your overarching purpose, which is to develop and grow and evolve. So challenges will always show up in your life, but you approach them in a completely different way. Right. So you're, you, because you're still, you're still sticking to, to what your purpose is. Let, let me give you, so you, you'll, you'll see behind me that I use a lot of aviation terms and you see a lot of planes and all that kind of things behind me. And uh, because again, I have a passion for, for experiencing different types of flight. I've jumped out of aircraft. I've flown in hot air balloon. I've done a, a what's called a, a biplane ming walk. I've literally I've been strapped to the top of a of a plane and done somersaults at four thousand feet and so on. So I've, I, I I'm passionate about those kind of experiences, but nothing whatsoever got to do with my purpose. So and that's the difference. So you'll enjoy doing something for a short period of time, whereas on a purpose, you'll actually be driven to fulfill what that purpose is. Mm. For people to really understand what that looks like, if you let's just use aviation, if you look at the if the Wright brothers, for example, anybody looks up the story of the Wright brothers, what they wanted to do was do a transatlantic flight. So they tried every single possible way in order to get from where they were to land in Clifton in Ireland in order to do that transatlantic flight. They were driven to pursue that quest. Hence the reason why I bring it back to every single individual has a genius quest. That's what it looks like. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of crazy. It kind of, um, it, it, I actually feel very awestruck. I feel very inspired by listening to you um, this morning as I'm in the shower, which all good thoughts come to you, I feel like when you're in the shower. But I literally was having all of these moments of realization, I think. And I, in, with my clients, I teach a little bit of neuroscience and, and kind of the why behind, you know, the types of thoughts that you're having. And I was recognizing how I was, I had this feeling of such abundance, but that feeling was coming from this connection that I could make from my earliest memories until today and having this knowing of what the future looks like. And it was this, this connection. That's the only way I can explain it. And I haven't really looked at my life in that way. It has felt way more segmented than that. Mm-hmm. And today I had this, and it's just so I know it's, um, for sure not a coincidence that I'm talking to you today and feeling even more inspired by, what it is that, you know, you bring into this world. I love this. Um, Okay, so I'm sure you have my audience completely on the edge of their seat. (laughs) 
Do you mind, Tracy, if we unpack that a little bit for people? Because I think that people are going to get a real, um, hopefully, hopefully value from it. For I, I would see, okay. What what you're describing is what I call inspired thoughts. Every single individual is intuitive. Every single individual. So even though, yeah, look at you know, I I would get insights and know it's not kind of. Every single individual is intuitive. Can you develop your intuition more? You absolutely can. So for every single one of the listeners that are listening to this particular podcast, you can develop your intuition. And there's multiple ways of how you can develop that. People will, your every single individual will be guided by the universe to fulfill what their life purpose is. Some people, unfortunately, take the long way around. <laughs> okay. So you'll you'll go down one track and then all of a sudden you've been hit by a feather or a brick or a truck and you have to change course and you have to literally... But the whole universe is constantly trying to get you to fulfill your purpose because you have a soul contract to fulfill. You've given a commitment to fulfill that purpose. Now, if the more intuitive that you are and the more you develop your intuition, now it makes navigating that journey to fulfill your purpose an awful lot easier. So when it comes to business, and this is where, you know, again, you, you, you'll observe this in, in business owners whereby you get business owners in the exact same industry sector. And there's some business owners where the economy is going through a difficult period of time because it's one of the universal laws, the universal law of rhythm. Everything follows a rhythm. So there's going to be peaks and troughs. There's going to be booms and busts. There's, you know, everything follows a rhythm. It's, it's a universal law. You, you, you can't dispute it. So, but however, when you go through an economic contraction, what you'll find is there will be business owners that still succeed in an economic contraction in the exact same industry as others that don't succeed. Now, if people stand back and say, well, what's happening? First of all, they're more intuitive because they're carrying out practices every single day to develop their intuition. Second of all, the more aligned to, in effect, what I call, you, you speak about neuroscience, I speak about the, the, the executive center. When you're operating from your genius drivers, you are activating the executive center part of your brain, which is in the prefrontal cortex for, for, for our listeners. It's literally, its function is to help you to get from A to Z as quickly and easily as possible, using the least amount of resources, using creativity, innovating, objectivity, and planning. That's, that's literally what it does. Most people aren't operating from the executive center part of the brain. They're operating from the amygdala, which is instant gratification. All the ones is just give me, give me pleasure, give me pleasure, give me pleasure. That's all the ones. So when you're operating from the executive center part of your brain, where most people have lost the ability to operate from that, that's where you have the most success in your business. It's where you now see and you can, for one bit word, be precognitive of what's coming down through the tracks. Because again, the unconscious is constantly giving you massive amounts of information through your different senses in order for you to know those inspired thoughts that you get in the shower in the morning, for example, or when people wake up in the morning, that's your unconscious, that's your intuitive side to guide you, say, you know what, here's something you should do. And that might be as simple as, do you know what, there's an email you should send, or you should reach out to this particular individual. Or what happened to me on one occasion was, Paul, do you know what, you should get, um, not as, as clear as this, but uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm shorting it. Paul, you should get a microphone on the camera. Um, and I'm waking up saying, why on earth would I get a microphone on the camera? Uh, three months later, after I had ordered and all that kind of things, we went into lockdown here in Ireland and everything moved to camera. Mm -hmm. So 
your unconscious is constantly guiding every single individual. Can you open more to it? You absolutely can. You just go through a number of different practices in order to develop and you constantly develop your intuition. And that's how you can predict. That's where people talk about psychic abilities, but it's more around you. People can become precognitive in relation to what is um, they may not know exactly what's going to happen, but they're being guided in order to to, to steer their course in an awful lot easier way. Mm-hmm. Mm. I believe all of that wholeheartedly. I'm very convicted in everything that you have said. And I think that, you know, that belief is what creates this feeling of abundance within me and absolutely pulls me into the very, every next step, the next right step. And it is just that sense of knowing. And um, I've always felt very inspired to help people create different perspectives, especially when they are suffering unnecessarily. And I've had that knowing, that pulling since I was very young. I used to think of myself as a cheerleader. I had no, I didn't have any better way of explaining this pull other than cheering, supporting, mentoring, inspiring people. Yet I found myself an obese (laughs) junior high and high schooler who could never make a cheerleading squad. But yet that is the way I would identify myself because I felt this such the strong pulling, not only in in a competitive sport type of way, it was in the most mundane things. And um, it's fascinating how it all unfolded. And I see that clear thread throughout every part of my life. And now it's really coming into, you know, it has, I have such clarity around it now. Um, But I would love to understand, you know, that's my, the inspiration part of the genius. And I think, you know, the quest, I think I, the genius quest, I think I have a understanding of what that looks like but the role and the other the other buckets that you talk about I think would be really fun to explore so, so let, let, let let's unpack the the genius quest a little bit for you because you, you've you've shared that story and I want what I want you to see and you may not do right now at the moment but you, you may reflect on this and even for our listeners uh, yeah it's an exercise that, that you can do um there will be a question that you will want to find the answer to and you will seek it out throughout your whole life and it will be from the perspective of you'll read books you'll go to training courses you'll be constantly trying to find what what you know how do I solve this problem and it's in some respects it's not a problem that you want to solve but you you're, you're there's a question that every single individual constantly comes back to now they're not typically aware of this question they're more from the perspective of when they when they're left with their own thoughts and different moments or, or different things are happening in their life and there's no distractions. They'll come back to this question and the question will always be along the lines of how can I, how do I, what do I, 
it'll be along those lines or I'll start with with that kind of question and it's along the lines of you know it is a question and people are seeking the answer to that question for themselves and that's what your genius quest is that's what you are to do because I use the premise of what you do for yourself you do for others and when people are further on down the track of finding the solution to their quest meaning to their question that they have that they're constantly being brought back to now they are in a position now because now they've got part of the map to find the solution to that question now they're in a position to help others along that journey to solve a question to solve part of an individual longer journey so again the the, the, the phrase i always use with my clients is what you do for yourself you do for others and every single individual as they move up the steps of stairs so if you can imagine that you're on step number five you're there to help the people that are on step one two three and four but are there people that you can learn from on step six seven eight nine ten in the pursuit of your quest there absolutely is and that's part of your journey to 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 find those extra pieces of information in order to help an individual with their quest so that's how your quest literally it's a constant thread throughout your whole life Mm-hmm. And here's the magic piece. <laughs> I'm going to get emotional now with this. But the magic piece is that when you fulfill your quest, that awe-inspiring moment that you have that emotional response to something, something that's absolutely inspiring to you, that emotional response that you, you can't contrive it, it literally just happens. You get to experience that for yourself in the fulfillment of your own quest, your own purpose. That's what you get to experience every single day when you get to fulfill your quest. It is absolutely mind-blowing when that happens. And that's the kind of work that I get to do every single day. What a what a gift. You know, I am sure your perspective is I have been given such a gift to be able to come alongside of people and witness them experiencing that and that's part of your awe-inspiring experience and I'm sure that you recognize it as oh yeah it's an huge. amazing, it's, amazing it's, gift it, it, it's a it's a, an absolute honor and a privilege to be to do the work that I do absolutely yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it sounds like, you know, (laughs) you were put in the right place at the right time to take on that role, no doubt about it. Um, And you're using those gifts in a brilliant way. And I can't wait to learn more from you. So thank you so much for being here. I um, want to allow our listeners the easiest way to gain access to you. So what would that what does that look like? How can people find you? Yeah. Um, the easy way is if people want to find out a little bit more or whatever, if 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 it's resonated with, with, with our listeners, um, easy way is just go to my website, paulwilliamdavis.com. There's so many different resources. Honestly, there's a, a free online quiz that people can do to find out what your genius role is. There's the course that I've created, which is Genius Unlocked, which literally tells them what their life purpose is. And there's so many other different things on the website. So yeah, paulwilliamdaves.com is obviously, it's it's the easiest one. Yeah. Excellent. Awesome. Well, I encourage you all to do that. And uh, please circle back with both Paul and I and let us know 
um, what sort of inspired um, thoughts you had from everything that you've learned from this podcast and what you learned from going to his website. Thank you so much for being here, Paul William Davis. It was truly an honor to get to spend time with you. And to all of our listeners, thank you so much for listening in on the Secrets of the Self-Made. We'll talk to you soon. Are you struggling to achieve your goals? Do you find yourself getting sidetracked by distractions and obstacles along the way? It's time to take control of your mind and harness the power of self-control with Mind Over Matter. This three-hour program is packed with practical strategies and techniques to help you overcome challenges, stay focused, and achieve your goals. With expert guidance and real-world examples, you'll learn how to train your mind to stay on track and avoid the pitfalls that can derail your progress. Whether you're looking to improve your health, build your business, or reach any other goal, Mind Over Matter is the solution you've been searching for. So why wait? Sign up now and start achieving the success you deserve. Go to www.selfmadeyou.com.